Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast with your hosts, Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Hey, babe. Hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, um, gosh, let's see. What day is it? It's the 28th of December. Yeah. Oh, it's like Christmas is over. Mm -hmm. It's like um, we have a holiday hangover from all of the craziness. Yeah, and people have high expectations at this time of year. Like they're going to do great things in the new year, and mm. let's talk about all that stuff. And yeah, twenty nineteen is looking us in the face right now. Sure is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Um, we should talk our melt about our meltdown moments before we get involved. That though. oh yeah, right. Today's question, though, will be to resolve or not resolve. Yes, it will be. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, for real. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, Meltdown momenty. Yeah. Do you want to do it? You start. Oh. Okay. All right. So, um, let's see. I had a little bit of a um, spousal. <laughs> meltdown I mean I did have a, a bit of um uh disagreement whatever here's the deal um last week I was um I was watching the football game with Rob but I wasn't really watching the game because <laughs> I'm not a huge football fan right so um I stepped outside with a friend of his friend this woman and we were like standing on the sidewalk and it was probably like 8 p.m. and it was dark and there was this guy who was clearly having a psychotic break he was in a state where he probably needed some help like Mm -hmm. he was in there was a three-lane road in front of us so one one lane was going one direction there was a median middle middle road for you know middle lane for people to go in you know, turn lane, a turn lane. That's what that's called. And then the, a lane for the him to go people to go the other direction. Well, this guy was just like hanging out in the median, mm-hmm. sitting down mm-hmm. in a, so that people, cars couldn't see him. Um, and he was getting up in between the lanes. He was kind of playing chicken with the cars. And so, and then there were people who were kind of being jerks who were egging him on and we're like, you should do the splits. You should do a pirouette. Oh, you God. should, you know. Yeah. And um, so I was like, you know, uh, like I will. Clearly, he's gonna hurt himself. And you, you guys were at a bar, right? So you yeah, we were standing outside. Public place. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just like this was like a very public place, like mm-hmm. one of the busiest places in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Anyway, so I was like, well, I'm going to call the cops because this guy's going to get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Like he does, he doesn't, I'm sure he doesn't want to get hit by a car. Or at least he won't want to get hit by a car the following day. He'll probably be hating life if he got hit by a car. And then whoever hits him will hate themselves. So right. anyway, I was just like, you could see that there was, he, there's something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, so I call the cops. Mm-hmm. 
911 what's the emergency you know and I tell them about this guy and they're like okay great we'll dispatch somebody call us if he escalates they wanted to know if he had a weapon they wanted to know if he um was hurting anybody you Mm -hmm. know and I was like no he's just gonna hurt himself Mm -hmm. you know um anyway so then he starts to do some other things like where he was like grabbing onto cars and in their in their blind spot and so like if they like people were just more liable to hit him because now they had no idea that a person was like on their car on their vehicle Mm -hmm. so anyway um i call the cop cops back because i was Mm -hmm. like well dude's escalating Mm because now he's like I don't know. Now he's really going to get run over and put his life in danger. So the cops come. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, my lovely husband was not outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't see any of this. Mm-hmm. He was watching the finishing glass quarter of the puffball game. Yeah. So I, anyway, the cops come to me and they're like, were you the one who called the cops? And I was like, and I actually, I don't, I, I don't want to go on this rant right now, but I don't really have a problem most of the time with cops. I do think there has been some really messed up stuff that has gone down with um, people shooting people of color unwarranted, um, for sure. But most of my life, and probably because I haven't been a victim of a crime um, like that, but I've like not... I haven't minded the cops. Like I wanted to be an F, a freaking FBI agent at one point, and I did like my internship in college at a police department. That's cool. Anyway, that's the story for another day. Mm-hmm. But at like anyway, this guy, cop comes up to me. He was like, "So did you, did you call?" And I was like, "Yes, I did." This guy over here was the one who's trying to hurt himself, and he was in the lanes and dodging cars and. And sitting down and people were driving by him and they didn't have any idea. Anyway. Yeah. And they were like, well, he's not hurting anybody now. And he isn't hurting himself. So I guess there's nothing we can do. So. And they acted like I wasted their fucking time, which pissed me off because I was like, so you're just going to wait. You're just going to wait until he gets hit by a car. Like, and then you'll come, you know? Yeah. I was just so pissed. Was so, the guy there? Could they have had a conversation with him about that? Uh, he bolted. Oh, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were kind of like, yeah, where's the guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> lady. <laughs> Crazy lady. Yeah. I was just like, ugh. Fuming. Fuming. And so then, anyway, Rob comes out, the game's over, he can see that I'm kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. I told him what happened and he was just like, well, welcome to Capitol Hill. And, I, and like, I don't know that people who might behave like this in this part of town in Seattle. And I'm like, I know duh, that people are going to behave like that. You ding dong. I didn't see what was happening. I mean, you didn't see what was happening. The guy was putting his life in danger mm-hmm. clearly. And unfortunately he probably got ran over, you know, cause yeah. he was persistent this person like he kept going out on the road anyway so I just was like I felt blown off by the cops right and I felt blown off by Rob (sighs) and I was just like he would the guy needed was Mm -hmm. he needed to get somehow picked up and taken to like Harborview's medical their psych ward you know right right was he on like meth or anything or could you 
tell. You know, it didn't seem like he was, was actually. He um, I don't know. It mm. seemed like. Or was he just like a drunkard? I didn't actually think he was um, on anything or drunk. It seemed like he was, like I said, like a psychotic break, like someone who was off their meds. Interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, I mean, obviously we worked it out. <laughs> I just had to rob, you know, whatever he, I, I mean, I think he believed me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just had, I guess I had to let it go because maybe right. I just had to deal with in my heart of hearts. I did the right thing. I feel like I did the right thing. I feel like, you know, if someone's in harm's way, you shouldn't just let them hurt themselves. I mean, I don't know. You are such a good citizen. I don't know. You did about the right that. thing, Nicole. And I'm sorry you had a negative experience with the cops. <sighs> I would do it again, goddammit. We had to call the co- or I had to call the cops on a on a homeless woman who was harassing my children one night on New Year's Eve, actually. Um, she was just like super high, you could tell, and she was like in my kids' faces and we were like on our way to a pho restaurant and then she continued to like lurk outside of the restaurant and and like do scary faces like she would oh, let no. up and they, they were crying they were bawling and that she had already yelled at them before they even made it into the restaurant and so the police did come and they did take her away because she was still doing it oh it was it they was took her away but she wasn't putting herself in danger but they wouldn't she, she was just scaring some children <laughs> scaring children yeah that's interesting yeah well you're <laughs> She was ha- harassing the patrons of a, of a business. What kind of face did she make? <clears throat> it was, it was, she was just yelling and being like, you don't know, you know, just talking oh, nonsense. Scary. It was really scary. I was scary as a scared kid. to be alone with my three little babies in a busy, you know, part of the neighborhood. And it's not this, the nicest neighborhood in mm-hmm. town. So, but they were swift to act and I felt very vindicated. Mm. Um. So that sucks. Sorry, Nicole. No, it's fine. Um. I mean, I got over it. I just was more like, I I did bum hard because I was kind of thinking like about this person's family, you know, and probably. I mean, the, it's pro- it's probably incredibly hard to have someone close to you who has serious mental illness, you mm-hmm. know. I think there's so many people out there like that. I think more, I would really love to know a statistic about how many people in the United States have a mental illness that they're, you know, either Mm -hmm. on medication for or not, Mm -hmm. you know, or they're Mm self-medicating. It's certainly in my family. Was it? It's in my family. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a topic for another day. Day. Right. Okay. So (laughs) my meltdown moment was a little funnier. Actually, you know, Saturday Night Live set us up for success this year. (laughs) Did you guys, I, I'm I did. sure some people in the audience, and we may have talked about it the last time we were on here. Yeah, um, we did talk about it. The the best Christmas ever episode mm-hmm. with Matt Damon and mm-hmm. how hilarious it was because the husband and wife were talking at the end of the night and we're like, wasn't that the best Christmas? Yeah, you know, and, and they had so many funny things to say, but it actually helped my husband and I kind of survive the day um, with our 
three kids and we were up in Cleelum at my mom's cabin, which is like a two bedroom cabin in the woods. And there's just one living space and in a kitchen. It's pretty small quarters. And um, <clears throat> there were certain times in the day when my husband, like my husband had to assemble like a 500 Lego piece and then another 250 Lego piece. And at one point he got into this fight with my nine-year-old and he was like, Wilder, I just don't want to talk to you right now. Like, I don't want to talk to you right now. And then we would wink at each other and be like, best Christmas ever. And then at one point, my daughter and I were, she had gotten me outside and we had done some snowboarding and we had done some snowball fights. And then she like dragged me down to like the play structure area and we were like on our way back up the hill because she was getting cold. And then she was like whining, which I absolutely hate. And, um... (laughs) She was like, mommy, why aren't you waiting for me? And I was like, because you're being a lollygagging slowpoke and I'm sick of waiting for you. And I was just like super mean. And my husband was sitting out on the deck smoking a cigarette and he was like, best Christmas ever. And I was like, you son of a gun. Um, But it was it was fun, though. Otherwise, those were just like my little ones, um, my little meltdowns that made me laugh. Mm. But, you know, you kind of it was kind of like nice to connect to my husband on that level, because sometimes, you know, if you don't have like an outlet or a way to laugh about the the tense moments of the day, you know, it can make it hard. There's just fraught with so much like expectations Mm -hmm. and moments for, I don't know, people to get upset and like, gosh, oh, my gosh. Didn't somebody's kid throw up too? Oh yeah, that was Courtney's sister, oh, okay. Kelsey. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was and then like, yeah, we were talking about all about how children just randomly throw up all the time <laughs> for no reason, and then they're fine. Like wow, I was like, I yeah, had that no happens idea. to yeah. I mean, Rufus says that too, but I didn't know cats, kids, cats, dogs, kids, everybody, <laughs> even grown-ups. Jenny Moore weighed in. She said I do that all the time too. That was so good. Yeah. Cats, kids, dogs. Whatever. I love it. We all do. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Okay. So that's actually a good segue into our topic, which is resolutions. Like expectations, fraught with tension. Yeah. Do you do it? Do you do resolutions? Does one resolve? I don't. I don't really, I never really have, but Nicole and I do something. Well, we kind of started it. We like name our decade. You started it when you were in my thirties. Yeah. Yeah. You named your decade. So power decade. Yeah. So I had a decade. My thirties were dedicated to power and I did achieve a lot in my thirties. Like I got married, I got my three babies. I had my career underway and I almost finished my master's. But I was actually 40 when that happened. And then I realized when I went into my 40s, I wanted to rename that decade and kind of just label it as like something broad. And so I was thinking of awakening. And then you actually simultaneously had that same kind of thought Mm -hmm. about the 40s. Yes. And then my dad usually comes up with like a word of the year, like some another large theme, like something to just keep in mind. Mm hmm. Um, some of our words of the year have been like love or um, hope, you know, things yeah. like that or 
intention or that's kind those are kind love hope yeah hmm. purpose mm-hmm. um but i honestly i'm feeling like i have no idea what i'm gonna do in 2019 you got three days chop chop no yeah so what's no, your I mean, what's your new re- <laughs> new year's resolution um history all about oh i'll tell you so i do i'm i do set out for the last probably four four or five years i've set out some resolutions mm-hmm. there's always a segment that's around like doing some really intense physical something or other <laughs> <laughs> i think climb out rainier has been on there probably like five times wow and i've never done it really yeah because you have to you, <laughs> you have to like set up your time right now mm-hmm. and do it you mm-hmm. know and um you mean like schedule the schedule hike it, itself? Sorry. Schedule yeah. it on, put it on the calendar and sign up. And it's actually, I mean, it's a, a fair amount of money to do it. And mm-hmm. so, and you you also have to commit to training. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, of course, I want to do it with Courtney. Yeah. Um, she's the only one of us who would do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Sasha we, might do it. I don't know if she'd do that one. You don't think? No, not, not Summit. No, she wouldn't Summit Rainier. Okay. Courtney would do it though. Would she? Mm-hmm. Oh. We've talked about it. We've okay. tried, we've thought about planning it. We've okay. clearly not done a great job. Yeah. But that's okay. You also, okay, which this is a different topic for resolutions, but like <clears throat> if you put something on your, like you've resolved to do something mm-hmm. if you don't do it i don't think you should beat yourself up about not doing it you yeah. know what i mean yeah. um but yeah i mean <clears throat> um i last year actually quitting my current my old position position was on there was it mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. good job you executed starting a business was on there oh <gasps> you did that mm-hmm. you fulfilled those two uh-huh mm-hmm. quitting alcohol for several months at a time was on there too mm-hmm. which i did do mm-hmm. and i do do that regularly mm-hmm. um so i always feel like that's a really good reset mm-hmm. um and yeah i will promote this is unsolicited, by mm-hmm. the way. But James, my coach, he has this cool program called the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. Mm-hmm. That's how I found him, actually. Nice. Um, but I signed up and I did it. And I've been a part of that program for like a couple of years. But it's all really positive. And essentially, it's about, you know, taking a break from alcohol. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like you have to be an alcoholic or you have to be, you know, have a problem or whatever it's just like if you want to take a break cool do it Mm -hmm. if you don't don't do it but Mm -hmm. whatever so sometimes i like to resolve to do that so i did that Mm -hmm. a couple times this year so Mm -hmm. i always feel fresh and light yeah and glowy and i almost never drink so it's like what the fuck would i do that for i mean like i get super excited to have a drink of alcohol because i almost never do it yeah that's why i'm super excited to sometimes just let my hair down and have a cocktail yeah yeah um and that's my thing though i mean i think a lot of seattleites pretty much smoke pot on a regular basis now and i'm just not like a pothead person anymore Mm -mm. i mean i used to smoke a lot of pot when i was a teenager Mm -hmm. um but it's harder i mean and when i'm high i would always just be like i can't imagine ever having to like interact with my children even on like an accidental basis if they were asleep in bed you know and they like got up to cuddle that would be weird for me so that's mostly why i don't do it Mm -hmm. um but having like one little drink you're like well this is still fun and totally manageable (laughs) 
So that's sort of my reason for not doing that. But yeah, that's not really. I don't think it's my thing either. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti, mm-hmm. but I'm you know. I love like, the smell of it. I love walking around Seattle and just smelling it <laughs> everywhere you go. Skunks everywhere. It smells so Skunkies. good. Yeah, so you either love it or you hate it. Uh huh. I used to hate the smell of it. I used to hate the smell of it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Mm-hmm. But now I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, I just don't understand in Seattle why everyone's like in their cars in random parks smoking pot like in the middle of the day I don't know if you've experienced that but like as a nurse I have many days you know Mm -hmm. I can have several days off in the middle of the week Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay great I'll go down to the park and I'll go for a walk and then there's always people just like toking up in their cars and I'm like I don't understand. Do you, do you, is it just like where they are that bothers you or because I, I don't think that you can like walk around and smoke a J or anything. I don't know. I think it's like I just don't understand the culture of the sitting in a parked car. I mean, that that sounds like something you would do when it was illegal. Right. When I was 16, you know. Yeah. Right. That, sure. That's, what that that's feels a like. reason. And the people that are doing this aren't, aren't 16. Well, maybe I, I don't even know all the rules. Know. It feels like you can do it anywhere, yeah. everywhere now. But I'm sure people are still like getting used to what they can do and what they can't do. And yeah. there's probably rules that I don't know about. Like you can't have it on the sidewalk, but you can do it in your vehicle or property. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of the rules around it. <sighs> Me I don't know. Um, I'm like, <laughs> should, no, I was like, should I resolve to smoke pot? <laughs> <laughs> I that sounds like a good one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. Um but I do, you know, um I oftentimes will resolve to do like a half marathon and I've been wanting to do a full marathon. Uh-huh. So maybe this will be the year. I yeah. was thinking I'll do that. That's but, good. But then I'm also, you know, there comes a time when you do all that running where you're just like I can't run anymore. Oh my god. I can't run anymore. And we, yeah. So we did like know. a short little 5k in October, which was really fun. And I try not to do like an exercise one. Cause I'm always thinking, you know, I want it to be like a normal part of my week, you know, or That's my, nice. you know, and so, and I don't want to like punish myself or feel bad if I don't get it done, but like twice a week during the work week would be great. More would be better. Yeah. I just don't like holding myself accountable to it. Yeah. That's true. I mean, because there's been many things where I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and I don't do it. But I also don't don't get really upset about it either. Like, oh, there's always next year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Exactly. But I think it's on it's on there actually run a full marathon is on there for 2019 melanie's done that even melanie has done that and i know she trained her ass off for that that's just terrible so i mean if if my knees have trouble then i'm done yeah i won't do it um i think we should talk about fun stuff that we should do in 2019 okay there is one thing that I want to do, and it's that podcast thing in January, or like the monthly meeting. Oh, yeah, the pod- podcast meetup? That is so achievable. Yeah, right? Fuck yes. I feel like we can do that. Totally. Um, what about like, um, well, I want to go out and see more shows. I used to be in, see music all the time. Yeah. And I don't go out and see live music very often anymore. I know it was so much fun when we went I was like crying we went to Pearl Jam this year 
And I was just like weeping just with <laughs> she, just because I was so happy to be out of my house for one thing. But, you know, that's a nostalgic band for us because we were in high school when they came out. You yeah, know? they were big when we were Oh, my God. The, what a great time to be alive when mm-hmm. the grunge movement was mm-hmm. happening in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I remember the day when my mom came home from school. She was like, I know what you and Becca are. And I was like, what? grunge I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh you yeah. nailed it mom you got that right I was like 16 that is so cute Ugh. anyway that's so adorable um and well we should go out more and see some bands we should I want to go shake my booties more dancing mm-hmm. I'll probably never do that <gasps> I mean, do you know, so Courtney in college, she had these girlfriends and they came up with this little rule and it's called tell the truth faster. So it's like, just admit that you're never going to do that. It's like giving that guy your phone number on the street and you're like, I know you're never going to call you, you know? Yeah. It's right. like, really? We haven't been dancing in probably 20 years. Mm. What makes you think that we're going to change that now? Okay. That well, I've danced. Have you in Thailand? I had the best night really? of my life. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like That's I remember. So fun. I have like have the most amazing memory. I was in Chiang Mai. It must have been 2015, November 2015. I, Rob, and I, we were in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and there was this DJ, and he and I was just like loving every hit he. Wow. And I was, like living my best life and just being like, I don't care that I'm at the time. I must have been. Okay, 39, 38. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. Nice. Loving it. I was having. Was Rob with you? Or was oh, it just yeah. like, he was, totally he was dancing, dancing too? Oh, yeah. Nice. And the dance floor was packed. It was epic. And I and I was like, I'm, so, I'm sort of searching for that night again. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I just have to let that be that night that it was with over ooh, there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Being in a foreign country will totally do that to you. Yeah. I mean, like one of the, I remember dancing at your wedding. That was really fun. Mm. Dancing at my wedding. I mean, mm, those, really those are just not that many opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, unless you, you go to a bar that's yeah. dancing right. or a club yeah. or a show. Yeah. Like if you, you guys are going dancing somewhere and you know a cool spot, email us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the last time we would go, it'd be neighbors. That was like the spot to go. Yeah, that's true. We would hit that place up all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> At that point, it identified as a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so, and we, in, in our early 20s, we would go there a lot. Yeah. Because we didn't want to go to bars where dudes dude would bars. be, dude bars would be like humping your leg and <laughs> <laughs> just bothering you. Bothering you. So we would go to neighbors and, you know, there'd be, yeah. a, it was a wonderful place to go dancing. Yeah. So girls, more music. Girls could be girls. More dancing. Yes. In 2019. And have fun. Um, and, and we're gonna do we're gonna do some podcast stuff. I I wanna um go to a podcast conference. That's, Sorry, this is a yeah. nerd 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 alert moment. <laughs> nerd alert. Newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanna do that too. I think that sounds great. Yeah. Um is there anything that if you guys want to email us and let us know your new New Year's resolutions or if you think you should resolve to do something or not? I think one thing that actually mm-hmm. I will say there is something powerful mm-hmm. in writing down something. Mm-hmm. The, it um, it cements it more in your mind and yeah. makes it more of a possibility. So if there's something that you really want to do, yeah, 
you can do it. Maybe don't write a million things down for yourself. Just just a couple. Just a couple. Be like, yeah, you know, maybe I want to do dry January, or maybe I want to do uh, a half marathon or a 5K, or just go whatever the thing is, or read more, or mm-hmm. dance more, or sing more. Mm-hmm. I need to put that on my list too. You have a, yeah, totally. Um. So yeah, we should do it. Yep. Awesome. We we only have this this moment. We need to do a lot more planning too for this podcast. We got to get our ducks in a row in terms of planning and our guests and interviews and that. I want to be more planful about. Yeah. We we're gonna do it. We're gonna be. What's the what's the word for 2019? You think? Progress. Ooh, I like it. It could be. On fuego. On fire. Yeah, on fire. Right? Uh, uh, word, word for 2019? Just do it. Mm-hmm. That's a phrase. That is a phrase. But that's, that's not that's a word. A, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to think about it. I was honestly at a loss when Nicole told me that this was what we were going to talk about. <laughs> I was like, I'm not ready. That's okay. You know, the truth is, is you can start anything at any time. Yeah. At any point in time. And the tr- and you actually, who you are today doesn't have to be exactly who, are you, who you were yesterday. So mm-hmm. if you want to do something different mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Did do we it. give a shout out to James Rebar? No. Thank you, James. Thanks for, for writing to us. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we didn't. Um... I want to thank James Rebar because James Rebar was one of like my very best friends in middle school and his wife Katie Jordan was too Mm. and they got married Mm. and they have two kids Courtney and Allison and I know that they named Allison after me. (gasps) No. (laughs) No, I think about that all the time though and always want to tell them that. Um, Like I know I used They would think it was funny. Oh my God. Um, But those guys were two of my best friends that made me laugh the hardest when I was like, you know, middle school, man. I have the best memories from with Katie. Oh, uh, she's so funny. Katie and I, she was so funny. Yeah. She just made me die laughing. Yeah. She just was giggly. Giggly. And were you in Mr. Valenta's class? Do you remember that? Mm-mm, in like I science, wasn't. we mm-hmm. were in that class together. We mm-hmm. cracked each other up all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And James was always like my partner for things. I feel like we sat by each other a lot and like buddied up on school projects all the time. That's fun. Yeah. That's so fun. So I'm happy you guys are enjoying it. Thank you for listening. Maybe not yeah. maybe not Katie. Katie didn't email us, but James <laughs> did. So thank you. Yeah. If you want to be um, read, you have your name read on the air, just write us. Yeah. Or write us some fun, cool shit. We'll read it on the air too. Yeah. Um, this was a shorter episode but you guys oh happy new year yeah (laughs) (laughs) no we do the podcast is going to be dope in 2019 we have tons of amazing guests so much inspiration coming up Um, so you know rate review subscribe send us an email you know where to find us on Instagram Mm -hmm. and um, yeah yeah gmail at um, the Gmail is meltoncitypodcast at gmail.com. We yeah. have a Facebook pay- page now, Melton City Podcast Facebook page. Come like us. Yeah. Write something on it. Yeah. Uh, um, like a picture, or whatever. Say something. Give us an idea. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. And people. Yeah. And dudes and ladies. And Sherilyn, my mother in law. 
I'm doing that. <laughs> Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.